I mean, it is, I think, I think it's my superpower. Is that so? Like, I'm realizing it at this point, just what I've done and uh, how I managed to do that. I mean, A, it's extremely embarrassing, so I just have to take the power back somehow. Sure. And I have to think, well, maybe it's my, you know, cursed gift that I have. It's my... my uh, oh, my God. Your burden to bear? Yes, my burden yes. to bear. I have this, and someday I'm going to find a use for it. But I need, a, need help to understand where that use is going to come in, how that's actually going to happen. Because also, I think I scared a middle school girl. Hello, everyone. Oh, This Greg. is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Still, Don't ever start a sentence thank with you that. So, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. That's her family, too. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you're listening. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. And if you'd like to find us in person, Woo-hoo. we will be at the Landmark Saloon this Sunday, April 28th. And uh, we just want to say again, tickets are on sale. We would love for people to come down. The more, the better. I mean, there is a limit on the tickets, but we need to get it sold out. And we have such a good show lined up for you. We really do. Because every time yeah, we, we do would it, love to people, people and every time out. we do it, like it's a, it's unique doing it live because it is kind of an in person experience that you get that nobody else gets to gets to experience. It's kind of a, it's a fun, it's a different it's a thing. It's why we call them the fun employment radio experiences because I mean it's just it's a different uh, different kind of show, and so if you can make it to one, it's great. And please uh, go there, pick up your tickets. We've got the link right on the on the front page. Um, yes, and you can click on it. You can see the hilarious picture of me. I've superimposed yes. my face onto my favorite real estate agent, um, my fa- real estate agent card that I found in Tacoma. This woman had the most incredible hair I've ever seen. So I put my face on her face, so it looks like I have the most amazing hair, which I will do in person on Sunday. So Greg and I were talking about this before the show. Yeah. If we do sell out the show, which we usually do, we haven't yet, but if we do. Then I will totally deck out like full, like head to toe, real estate like like eighties like, power suit, like eighties power suit, like like comedy, yeah, real comedy. estate lady. Well, you know, like the ladies on uh, on you know on any kind of show. I'm thinking of the lady. Um, Who's your inspiration? Uh, Jan Crouch. Jan Crouch from what? She's she's from uh, she's like a biblical like a a Bible. Oh, Jan Crouch. Oh, yeah, her. Yeah. That's your inspiration no, for your I real actually, estate lady. I actually dressed as her oh, um, once for a religious themed party, and I dressed as Jan Crouch. It was like my best outfit, oh like, my costume God. I've ever had. Are you going to get a power suit? Uh, if we sell out the show, absolutely. If we sell, okay. So this is the challenge here, folks. If you want this to happen, you want to see Sarah in a power suit dressed up as Jan Crouch, hawking her real estate wares. I mean, go buy a ticket. I'm gonna have to make some like chintzy business cards too but i don't have to do anything yet because we're not sold out so okay fun employment radio it makes com. it easier on me if we don't click on I mean. the link and uh, and pick up your tickets to come see the show i mean it's it is a lot of fun and like i said we've got some special guests we've got some real some very unique things that are going to be happening at this one and um and really want people to see it uh, see it live so fun employment radio.com click on the click on the link right there at the top of the page it'll take you to pick up your tickets to 10 bucks the show is at about noon we get the bar to ourselves to the limited uh, number of people um so yeah pick up some tickets are you going to do your Supports local podcasts. Support the local arts, even though it's hard to quantify that, that this is art. It is. No, count it as art. Do you yeah. call yourself an artist based on this? 
I do on my painting. Uh, so you have your paintings. But do I? should I say that I'm an audio artist? Oh, <laughs> you should never say that. Um, I'm an audio artist, actually. Like, what does that You're mean? You're super like, twitchy today. <laughs> I'm an audio. I'm an audio artist? Artist. You have to wear um, like a neckerchief. Yes, actually. Hello. An ascot in, to be taken uh, seriously. My name is Greg, and I am an audio artist. This is my audio ascot. Oh, I think this it, this could be my new. You know what? You have to wear an ascot because it warms your vocal cords. It keeps them nice oh, and, yes, and my, warmed I have, up. I have to keep my vocal cords very warm. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Do you have any hot tea? Yes. I'm an audio artist, and uh, I need. Uh, I just need some hot tea, please. And if you could just don't feel like talking right now, um, I have to save my words for when I'm expressing my creativity. Greg, can I ask you something? Yes. How much juice have you had today? I haven't had any juice. You seem like particularly wound up. We had a lot of technical issues behind the scenes on the show this morning, um, on my other show. Oh, okay, because you, uh, you kind of came in like um, like a spitfire. Uh, well, no. And then you're a little like... Not spitfire. I mean, I'm not angry, uh, but I'm, I'm just... Or like a fireball. Yeah, maybe like a fireball. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was a very discombobulated. It was just technical stuff that happened, but okay. it made it a real crazy show. <laughs> a lot of so stuff. So not crazy in a fun. So it was a lot to handle all at yeah. once. Um, but anyway, as an audio artist, you know that's oh, part of the things don't. that you have to do. Oh go wow, you sound so douchey. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So what is this with you scaring middle like middle school children? <laughs> I have no idea what yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, this is turning into a weird show. All right, I got to keep it under under control. So here's here's what happened. If you've listened to the show long enough, you know I have something that I have battled with for a number of years. Oh God, I know something that has uh, been unable almost a nemesis when you're standing in your window. No, it's it's not that. It's almost a nemesis that I've had for quite some time, and it's a necessary nemesis because I need its services more than it needs mine. And it is that around this time of year is usually when this happens, and. it's my battle with lawnmowers, Sarah. Oh, God. Why don't you just buy a new lawnmower? Because I just bought one. So here's Did the issue. Did you just buy one, or are you just continuously fixing up the same one? Nope. So uh, over the years, I, I have issues because uh, I have a hard time getting my lawnmower to start around this time of year. And I know part of the reason why that happens, and I, um, I thought I would not do that again. A couple of years ago... Like for for about three or four years in a row, I battled my lawnmower consistently and trying to get it clean, trying to get it to start, and it's been this huge issue. So now you've actually at least moved it to the backyard, correct? Like you're not doing it in the front yard anymore. Oh, <laughs> no. you did it in the front yard. So I got a new one about two years ago, thinking, "All right, we're starting fresh. This is how it's going to be. I'm going to take care of this thing. It's not going to happen again." And what happens is. When you leave gas in the tank of a gas lawnmower mm-hmm. um, and you leave it over the winter, gas is very dirty. And lawnmowers have very small parts for the fuel injection into the carburetor or whatever. This is my technical terms. I'm sorry. Yeah, tell me about how a lawnmower works. The thing is, um, I left the gas in it. And or somebody did. Somebody left the gas in there and the gas settles in there and it clogs it up. And you can try and try and try. Sometimes you can get it to force like the clog through. 
And but the only way you can do that is, um, and so it's a you know a gas lawnmower. The only way you can do it is you take off the filter and you have to squirt like starting fluid into it, so it forces it to start up, and then you pull the cord. And then sometimes it'll suck through whatever's clogging it up, and then boom, they're, you're good to go. The key is you are not supposed to put the leave the gas in over the winter. Why don't you just take it out? I thought I did. I guess I forgot to. I thought I so had. this is your fault. This uh, is your own fault. So you have, you're in a conundrum of your own making. <sighs> Courtney says, my husband leaves the gas in our mower all winter, every winter since we moved into our house six years ago and never has this issue. Well, yeah, it happens to me. I've never heard anyone having to take the gas out of their mower. Yeah, no, that sounds that... like something made up. No, you're no because the gas settles in there, and then it clogs it up. Did somebody tell you this? Yeah, it's a thing. Look it up. Look it up. No, that's a thing. That's a thing. I don't think I have missed my entire life with everybody like having this giant thing that they do every year where everyone's emptying their gas out of their lawn mowers. No, yeah, you're supposed to empty out the That's gas. That's weird. You're not supposed to leave gas in it. How have I known other human beings my entire life? And nobody's, it's like the huge, like, gas siphoning. Yeah, it's being noticed, uh, noted you can put gas stabilizer in there, but I think you have to do that before you get the clog. I don't think this is anything I can do now afterward. Um, right? Unless I'm wrong. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, because this is what I'm getting to. I, I went out there in front of my house, and I just assumed, since this was new, you know, two years old, Year and a half old, actually. I think it's only really gone through one season. And uh, I figured, well, that's going to be fine. And I'm just going to start it up and mow my lawn because my lawn's growing. It's time. You know, it's the spring time for a spring cut. Anyway, I got up there in front of my house. thinking no big deal. And it wouldn't start. And it wouldn't start. And it wouldn't start. It wouldn't start. So I got my uh, starter fluid. And I'm blowing starter fluid into it. This is in your front yard? This is all in my front yard. Oh, As right. I'm pulling this, and then... Have you learned nothing? The problem is, the more I do it, the the, the... the more frustrated I get, and the louder I get about it, and I kind of forget that anybody else is around. And so I ended up even going to the... I went to the hardware store, because I was like, okay, I'm going to try something else. I'm going to get some some uh, some other kind of cleaner. I'm gonna try to get in there. Can you get one of those like doohickeys with the little like bristly things on them and no, just you can't. stick it's it too in small. there. Yeah, you can't. I don't think I can do that unless I'm wrong and somebody else can tell me what to do. So, so I I I went went and did that. Got we went to the hardware store and I told the guy I'm like yeah I'm looking for some uh, more starter fluid because I ran out of the first can and like some carburetor cleaner I guess because I didn't know what I was doing. He's like okay what went on I'm like. I left gas in my lawnmower over the winter. He's like, yeah, you can't do that. I'm like, yeah, I, I know. He's like, oh, yeah, that'll <laughs> that'll ruin an engine. Or, that, you know, that's, a, oh, man, you just can't do that. Uh, it's being I'm asked, like, Greg, do you not mow your lawn during the winter? I do not mow my lawn during the winter. Hmm. My lawn does not grow during the winter. Weird. Yeah, well, mainly because I don't I don't have much of a lawn over the winter, Yeah. which I'm trying to get it back, which is why I had all my trees cut. So I've kind of had a mud pit for a while because I haven't had any light. So I'm finally getting my lawn back, which is exciting for me. And uh, and and I I got this other stuff, and I went out there, and I'm like, okay, this is going to be it. I'm going to get it started. Problem's going to be solved. I thought this whole thing was going to take 20 minutes. Instead, I'm about hour three into it, and uh, and it's still not working. And so I started yelling more. 
and I used some words I probably shouldn't have yelled Greg. out loud. I mean, you know, Greg. there were some F words that were thrown around and maybe may or may have not have kicked the lawnmower at one point and kicked it forward. Greg. I was really frustrated. It was three hours. And I was frustrated with myself. And so I, uh, I, uh, <laughs> um, as I'm yelling, I, I had that moment of clarity where you realize, like, okay, there's, there's other, that was loud. That one was a little too loud. Mm-hmm. And there's other people around. I looked over and across the street, because I live near a high school, there was a little family walking down the side of the road across the street from me. And what I would guess to be a middle-aged girl and her parents. The girl's holding a clarinet going to... Wait, middle-aged probably, or middle no, school? No, middle school. Middle school, <laughs> sorry. Like middle-aged that's middle like, girl. Like, um, middle-aged yeah. girl. I'm like, <laughs> middle, and then middle. I kind of went into myself. I'm like, am I a middle-aged girl? <laughs> you know, yeah, definitely. Uh, wow, yes, a middle, <laughs> A middle school girl. And, uh, and her, probably her parents, I would assume. And she's holding a clarinet going to some kind of musical recital. And they're all three just looking at me. Like, oh. And the dad's like kind of. Protecting his family. (laughs) Glaring over at me. And I'm like, oh. Well, you know, once the meth heads left, I mean, there's nobody. You've taken their place. With this lawnmower yelling, yeah. Yeah. Who has this much trouble with a lawnmower? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I wanted to get to when I was saying, like, what is my superpower? This is my superpower. I can destroy a lawnmower faster than anyone else. Why don't you just hire a gardener to just come and no, mow your lawn? No, I refuse. Once? I refuse to. It's just they're so frust- I'm so frustrated and I feel so inept about it, but I've got to take this power and say, you know, it's my power to destroy lawnmowers. That's my superpower. What good is this power? Nothing. Tell me something it's good not. about it. Build me back up. Well, you now no longer need to be terrified of anyone in your neighborhood because you're the bad neighbor at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't you don't have to look elsewhere. Don't walk down that street when you're going to your recitals. Um, oh wow, I I don't I don't know. Is there anything that like maybe like use it on your enemies? Like you could say that you're really good. Because if your power is to be able to, which by the way, your power to destroy things isn't just limited to lawnmowers. What else is it involved in? I'm terrified to lend you anything ever because- What are you talking about? You do have a tendency toward clumsiness. What? That's not true. And a lot of times I've known you for long enough that when I lend you something, I know that it's either- might not be coming back to me. What are you talking about? I'm just saying you have the tendency to accidentally break things. I do not break things. Like, there's once or twice things have been broken. I don't break other people's things. Yes, you accidentally do. You've what, you sunglasses? Is that what you're talking multiple about? Multiple pairs of sunglasses. Clothes. One pair. One nope. pair. More than one pair. One pair of sunglasses. More than one pair. You've, like, lost things. It's just, like, it's not your fault. But it, you are kind of a liability. A little bit. I'm sorry. Like, it just, it, it's just the a way A liability? It. I'm not saying you're a bad person. I'm just saying that sometimes things just kind of happen when you're around. 
like you spill things or accidentally break things or get carjacked, you know, like just <laughs> how is that by <laughs> carjacking? I'm not going to take us. No, I'm not. But I'm saying you're not doing anything. These things happen to you and you just so happen to be there when they happen. Well, then fine. Maybe I need to embrace this. This is. Maybe you do because I talked, need to use it. Maybe it's like because in, you talked about how you're a cool, how, how you're a cooler, so you're kind of like that, but you're also like a breaker. Maybe it's like in <laughs> Unbreakable, the movie, like when. Uh, and this is sorry, I'm going to spoil a twenty some year old movie. Right, if you don't want to know, it's a don't twenty listen some. For the next, it's a twenty some year old movie. I don't care if you it's don't want to know. Nineteen ninety nine. Don't listen for the next ten seconds. Okay, but it's like when Mr. Glass realizes, like, oh. I'm the villain, you know, basically. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's what I'm realizing. Like, yeah. this is who I am all yeah. along. And I break things. I'm the destroyer. Greg the And destroyer. I have to embrace it. Greg the destroyer. You do have your, mountain, your German mountain name. feet. You do have your German mountain feet. They do go with Greg the destroyer. Maybe you should just embrace it because I think you keep trying to fight it. And it just makes things worse for everybody around you. You know what? Would, it would make sense in a grander scheme of things because I have talked about you know the robots. When the robots uprise, I want to keep the robots in check. I want them doing work for us. But once they get too smart, then I, you know the robot war will start. And there's humans that will be on the side of the robots and humans that won't. And I will be fighting against them. And um, maybe that's when my superpower will really reach its fruition is that when the robots come oh, I will be totally able to will. break them you will I will break them just being in the vicinity of them yes yeah they'll, they'll start break breaking them. down yeah. by being around me this is my superpower this is my purpose I'm just realizing this all right now <sighs> I'm very happy for you okay so right now everybody's like oh yeah Greg you're clumsy oh, yeah, Greg. you break everything but in a while you're going to be Begging for my services to protect you. That's a little from extreme. The, yeah, you know. Yeah, um, yeah it's being noted in check. Mike says, Greg thinks he's Neo. John says, you're John Connor. Yeah, I think this could be it. Like, this is how, my, this is how it all is supposed to play out for me. I'm getting to see a little glimpse into the future. But, so the robots will take over. But I'll be one of those leaders to, uh, to take them down by virtue of my powers. Just by existing. Uh-huh. Yes, <laughs> just by virtue of existing. I'll work my way in there and be like, ah, no problem, robot. I'll change royal. And then, boop. I break it. Like, it really is. Like, all of your stories, if you, like, kind of take this whole aspect of your life of you kind of being a cooler at life with, like, breaking things Mm -hmm. with that stuff. Yeah. I mean, it does make sense. You have more, like, technical problems, like, more issues with a lawnmower than anyone I've ever known. Yeah. Like, it just, it does make sense. I think you need to lean into it. Yeah. The lawnmower really is just a real problem for me. It's a real problem. And it's right when I'm, like, getting my lawn back and planting a bunch of grass seed and... I'm seeing some comments coming through for the FunEmploymentRadio.com supporters club. That we're oh uh, yeah, what about a push mower, Greg? No, I don't want a push mower. Why don't you want a push mower? Then you have to rake up the the grass afterward. I don't want to do that. It takes more time. I want uh, the. I want... Do you think that maybe you deserve a push mower? <laughs> maybe. Think that maybe that your regular lawnmower well, has too question. many bells and whistles. That's a different question. <laughs> I did borrow, I had to borrow Nate's lawnmower, my buddy Nate. Did you break his lawnmower too? No, but I was terrified I was going to. And his is way nicer than mine. He's got like a fancy one. I'm like, oh no, I don't, I can't yeah. break this. I don't break this. No, because it's not your fault, but you are kind of like, 
like an Eeyore a little bit. Like it just kind of seems like, oh no, I got rear-ended again. Oh no, like it's just kind of like, it's you. Well, You're that's a different lovable. thing. I am, I attract crazy people that I know, and strange, yeah, I do strange situations, and you break a lot of things. It's all got to make sense somehow. It's coming together, Mister Glass. <laughs> the Destroyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's kind of what it is. It has to be Greg Nog the Destroyer. No, not Greg Nog. I'm not calling myself Greg. Greg Nog, Nog the Destroyer. No. You go, me, Greg Nog, and then you're like, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. That's no. It's Greg Greg the Destroyer. I can go along with that. Uh, Mike says, in case the Terminator comes in the shape of a lawnmower, that's when I would be the John Connor. Oh, yeah. Because instead I'm glossing over his comments. I don't know what he's talking about. What? Yep. That's crazy. I would never do that. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that is, uh, that, that's what I was, I just wanted to bring up. Like, it's, it's just something, like, when it was happening, I'm just like, are you serious? Like, really? Mm-hmm. This is what's happened. This is again, again, again. Oh, see, my see. I think that you, I think I have more of the draw of the crazy people than you do. I think so. I draw the crazy more. No, because you're saying how you usually get the crazy. Like, you might be around the crazy a lot, but the crazy always tries to befriend me. No, you know that happens. Try to befriend to me. me. No, I know the crazy always tries to. They try to hurt me. me. No, so I had to spend. I spend at least like total. About five hours at the at two different DMVs yesterday, trying to get my um, my car registered in the state of Oregon, blah blah, blah whatever. And um, yeah, and of course, both trips I went to, two and a half hours apiece, did not get to talk to anybody. There were still a hundred people in front of me. Wow! Yesterday at the DMV, I was number three eighty, and by the time I left, they were at two seventy three. Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a reason That's, the DMV yeah. sucks. Yeah, it was a fucking nightmare. Um, did you talk to people while you were there? No, so I didn't, but all of a sudden I did the accidental thing where I was listening because I had one headphone in and one out because I was because they kept making announcements over the speakers like so people could go up in groups. Uh-huh. And I made the mistake of like hearing something out of like a rah, rah, out of the corner of my ear and I turned and looked and there was a crazy lady sitting there like clearly trying to talk to somebody. Oh. And she's kind of like where she's looking for somebody to make eye contact. She was looking for someone to make eye contact and she's kind of she was in a wheelchair and she's kind of wheeling around like mm-hmm. wearing like um like a starter jacket, uh-huh. which I haven't seen one of those in a long. I haven't time. either. What, what was the team? It was the it was the Dolphins. I was, uh-huh. I swear to God, I was just going to say the Dolphins. Like there for was, some reason, there's so many, and Dolphins were like my favorite team when I was growing up. They're all um, Dolphins starter jackets. It's Dolphins and Raiders. Dolphins was, and Raiders. There was this girl that I went to. They're school the with. only team that I feel like had all those starter. Her jackets. Her name was Debbie, and Debbie. Every day wore her dolphin starter jacket and Looney Tunes pants. And I will always remember Where Debbie. Where is Debbie now? I've always wondered about Debbie. Have you ever looked her up? No, but I don't know. But she, I could still picture her. Like, Debbie looks uh, exactly how like you think she Like the teal, would. blue. Like, yep, teal and orange. Yep. Yep. Like the teal, blue. Like, and yeah, it's dolphins kind of like were that. my favorite team. Yeah. I did not have the starter jacket. A dolphin no. starter jacket. And she had like Looney super Tunes crispy pants. She was, you know, like slightly heavier, super crispy blonde hair, like curled. Uh huh. And like the claw bangs. Oh yeah, I knew Debbie's. Yeah, uh, wore like I think every school had a Debbie. Yeah, and wore like black eyeliner all around her eyes. You know, kind of smudged. And uh-huh. Debbie was you know in her Looney Tune pants and her <laughs> and her dolphins starter jacket. Oh my god! This looked like I the grown up version Debbie. of Debbie, except for De- this woman had brown hair and she was talking. To me. She's like, "Are you fucking kidding?" Like she oh, wasn't she even was cursing, cursing, and kind of like swirling around, like rolling around the DMV. At one point, like rolled outside and then came back in, like. 
She didn't even have a ticket. I don't know what she was. I think she was just hanging out at the DMV. Wow. So, of course, she kept trying to talk to me, and I kept, like, scooting away. And when I would scoot away, she'd, like, be wheeling down my aisle again. Like, what the fucking nonsense. I know. Like, what was see, she saying? She, kind of, like, garbled gibberish. She wasn't, like, I heard profanity. I could hear the swear words. <laughs> Those came out, but the rest but of But I couldn't really understand anything else. Yeah. Weird. So, that was, so I get to go back to the DMV today, so I'm super excited about the new friends I'm going to Really make. cool. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, you, so you might be able to pick that. some. I mean, if you see a Debbie rolling around, you, you talk to a Debbie. you got to talk to a Debbie. Yeah. God, so that's the last thing. Every school thing. had a Debbie. What was your Debbie's name? I'm not going to say. What is it like a unique name or something? No, I just, I don't want to say because I know, you never know. I think there's more people that listen from my. Oh, see, because I moved, I lived so many you places. You lived so many places, yeah. I'm, yeah it this could, could be get Debbie back. from like one of six so I, different places I'm not going to say, live. but I could say the name and I guarantee if people from my, uh, that I grew up with were listening, they would be like, yep, that's the Debbie. That's that's the Debbie. Because there's always has a Debbie. The Debbie. Yeah, nothing wrong with it. No. Courtney says my school's Debbie is a Stephanie. So I mean, yep. yeah, I mean there there everybody are. has a Debbie. Uh huh. Because I remember even <laughs> there are there's a Debbie Debbie for everybody. That's so funny that you. And there's got nothing dolphins. wrong yeah, with Debbie. Debbie loved her Dolphins uh, jacket. Like she wore it every day. I just with the Looney Tunes pants. With I mean, the that's Looney the Tunes really, pants, they were like Tweety Bird, and like the claw bangs. I mean, that's the look. I mean, this was before like fleece pants too. Like it was still like sweatpants, uh-huh. you know. Kind of, I think yeah, they're like sweatpant legging things. Yeah, with like Tasmanian Devil on them and stuff. Oh, or God. Bugs Bunny. Stop. <laughs> yeah, Tweety Bird always. Oh, that should be a bet. One Fuck of us has you. to show up at an event no. dressed as a Debbie. Oh, that is dressed an event. <laughs> dressed as a Debbie. Uh-huh. Yeah. That would be just a fun event for everyone to dress as their Have everybody. That would be Debbie. the theme. Yeah. Everybody dresses as your favorite Debbie. Sorry to all the Debbies out there. Yeah. You know. Um, But, I mean, that's yeah, cause just Yeah, because it's not a Debbie in name. It's a Debbie in life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I mean, just because your name is Debbie doesn't mean you are a yeah. Debbie, but everyone knows yeah. a Debbie when they see John's one. saying, uh, I'll say this, though, Debbies were the only girls who talked to me in high school. Not saying there's anything wrong with no, it. No, I have friends Nothing named at all. Debbie. I'm saying this. Oh, no. Sarah. Greg. You just accused me of being clumsy you and just... sloppy, and you just you spilled know. coffee. What? That is divine retribution. Greg the Destroyer has had his vengeance. Greg Nog the Destroyer. Oh, that was amazing. Oh, you know what I accidentally spilt it on? on? I keep getting these weird real estate cards in the mail. Yeah, because you're a real estate agent now. No, I know, but people like trying to pitch you to like, hey, come work for us. Sorry, Sarah's cleaning up her mess that she just spilled coffee everywhere because apparently I'm the clumsy one. You are the clumsy one. Mm-hmm. I think you kicked the table or something. I did not. Anyway, going back to what people, <laughs> people were saying, uh, yeah, Stephen says, wow, makeup and sweatpants. Yeah, definitely. There was definitely that. I, but there's, there's a bet or an event or something. What did you spill it on? Nothing. Sarah? Everything's fine. Not on a power cord, did you? No. That was not a convincing no. <laughs> what did you? It's like when Eloise is doing something. It's like, Eloise, what are you, are you doing something bad? No. <laughs> It's fine. Everything's fine. Uh-huh. Is it charging? Yeah. See, everything's fine. It's all fine. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. Right. <sighs> uh, anyway, 
Yeah, it's being noted really that we really need sippy cups in here. That's pretty true. I know. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Don't hit the microphones. Gross, Sarah. Ew, it's all God sticky over here it. now. You got to clean that up. Come see this magic live this Sunday, April 28th at the Broadcast Landmark Salud. Broadcast Professionals. Landmark Salud. Which, we can say what our sponsor is. Yes. Oh, we're so super stoked about this. I'll tell you right after Word of Crazy. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome. Oh, wow. It smells like coffee over here. Welcome. Show my world are crazy. Crazy. Oh, Greg, so, wait, so crazy my now soaking. Look, so they write you handwritten letters, so you think that you got a letter from somebody you care about, and really it's just a real estate company. This says, it's all stuck to it. Dear Sarah, congratulations on passing your real estate exam. I would love to meet with you and show you all the innovative tools and resources that help blank agents continue to thrive as market leaders. All my best, Sean. Hot commodity over here, Greg. Mm-hmm. Pew, pew. Yeah. Figaro in the live chat said, I grew up in Crescent City and there were a ton of Debbies. Funny enough, they all talked like gangsters and listened to country music. So did Debbie! Yeah. Why is there an oddly specific person that we all went to school with? Well, there's the Debbies and then there's also the ra- the the other ones, the Raiders jackets where you wear them like off your shoulders. Mm-hmm. You wear them off the shoulder. That was Sabrina that wore the Raiders jacket. Greg remembers his. Oh, I do. Yeah, I know exactly who it is. But Sabrina was more uh, loose with her morals. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Morally loose, if you will. (laughs) All right, let's do some world of crazy. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, story out of Springtown, Texas. Springtown, Texas. Greg, mm-hmm. I need you to pay attention. To I me. am here. A pizza restaurant in Springtown, Texas, had to close down over the weekend after it was discovered that employees put laxatives in some of the pizzas. Oh, what? Isn't that horrible? That's terrible. Yeah, the Springtown Police Department got a call about possible food tampering at Mr. Jim's Pizza location. Mr. Jim's ain't coming back from that. You know, if, if Mr. Jim let that happen once. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever want to eat How could Mr. you ever Jim's. go there? Yeah. Uh, so apparently one of the employees posted on social media, because they're geniuses, that they were putting Miralax, which is a brand of laxatives, on the pizzas they were delivering. God. That's some real asshole behavior. Well, and that's some real idiot behavior. Like, how yeah. stupid are you? Yeah. Like, okay. So authorities say that three em- employees, not one, not two, but three employees that worked at Mr. Jim's Pizza, like... This guy hired three people that all thought it would be a good idea to put laxatives on a pizza. Mr. Jim's Mr. Jim needs to get a little more. Mr. Jim is strict. not a good judgment of character. No, he is not. <laughs> all right. So the authorities say three employees admitted to putting the laxatives on at least one of the pizzas that ended up being eaten unknowingly by a coworker. Then some other ones got delivered. The employee who ate the pranked pizza got sick, but people who made the pizza denied putting laxatives in any other pizzas purchased by the public, although it seems that that's not the case. Yeah. Uh, The city health inspector pulled the business's health permit and shut down the restaurant until an inspection is going to be scheduled. Uh, As of Monday, that's that's yesterday, it remains unopened. 
Police have uh, not said whether or not any charges will be filed. Mr. Jim sent out a statement saying that the employees who were involved in the prank have been terminated. Yeah. But, I mean, if you have three that were already doing it, there's more. Yeah. I mean, because how do three people even keep that secret? Because like, I'm assuming Mr. Jim's Pizza in Springtown, Texas doesn't have like 100 employees. Yeah. So I'm assuming three of the employees are probably what, like at least a third of the staff. Yeah, I would think. Yeah. Like half this. Mr. Jim's Pizza. So, I mean, whoever's doing the vetting in process. Spring, Springtown, Texas, is that what you said? Springtown, Texas. Springtown, Texas. Yeah, whoever's vetting the um, Mr. Jim's Pizza employees isn't doing a very good job. Yeah, that's who you need to fire. I mean, to find one person who thinks it's a good idea to put laxatives on a pizza, or it's like, all right, two, that's kind of weird. Three. Right. Springtown is not a big town. Well, I feel bad for Mr. Jim. Yeah. All right. Here are some of the stories that I've missed over the week. Oh, my gosh. I love one of my favorite things of the day is looking up world of crazy stories. <laughs> a new study has come out, which now suggests that men with beards actually have more germs than dog's fur. That makes sense. I believe that. Bearded And this is nothing men. against bearded, uh, my bearded friends. Are you kind of jealous of them? Well, I would love to grow a beard, but I no. mean, I don't get to grow a beard. I have to be clean shaven. Like that's so weird. Well, I mean, maybe if I all of a sudden could grow one, but I mean, I need a week or two to get that in. I'd have scruff in a day, but a beard takes a couple weeks. Keep working through it. Researchers at the Herzlanden Clinic near. Zurich, Switzerland, want to determine whether evaluating humans and dogs in the same MRI scanner would mm-hmm. be hygienic. So they did so by comparing the bacterial load of human pathogenic microorganisms in specimens taken from 18 bearded men and 30 fuzzy dogs. So the researchers also compared, uh, compared the extent of the bacterial contamination of an MRI scanner using both the dogs and the humans with two other MRI scanners uh, used exclusively by humans. Turns out that all the bearded guys showed higher microbial counts inside of their man fur instead of the dog fur. Well, see, I mean, people who take care of them, I'm sure they're fine, but generally speaking... I love how you feel like you're offending bearded people. I'm not offending bearded people. No, I think you're you're very concerned that you're going to be offended. Well, I was still going to be continuing on with that. I was going to say, you know, people take care of them, fine, but a lot of people... You just got food and junk getting in there and, like, beers getting on it and little things are festering in there. I mean. All right. So every single bearded guy had high microbial counts uh, in their beards. Uh, only 23 out of the 30 dogs, uh, animals, the, yeah. the, actual, the dogs only had it. In fact, seven of the men had so much beard bacteria that they were at risk of being sick. Oh, Gross. Like they're basically a walking staff infection? Yes. The jointly used scanner also had significantly lower bacteria <laughs> counts than the scanners used only by humans. So the one that actually shared the scanner, the MRI scanner that shared with dogs had less microorganisms in it, like less bacteria than the one that was only humans. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, however, this is becoming quite the hot button issue in the Beardo community. Uh, some bearded folks Oh, I bet are, they're upset about it. Are very upset. Um, so let's see. There's a guy by the name of Keith Flett, who was the founder of the Beard Liberation Front. The Beard Liberation. Oh, boy. This guy sounds like a real piece of he work. He sounds like a lot of fun at parties. 
Uh, he says, I think it's possible to find all sorts of unpleasant things if you took swabs from people's hair and hands and then tested them. I don't believe that beards are unhygienic. There seems to be a constant stream of negative stories about beards that suggest it's more about... Okay, I didn't know this is... You know what fear of beards is? What? Paganophobia. Paganophobia? Paganophobia. He said, it suggests it's more about paganophobia than anything else. Says Keith Flett, <laughs> life of the party. <laughs> that's, beard liberation friend. That's everybody's paganophobic. <laughs> like, what? All right, that's story number two. Story number three. Three... Third story, three women. Three women, three Florida women seven are behind. with seven wives. Seven wives with seven cats. Seven cats and seven wives. Do you bags. realize people that aren't live listeners d- never hear you do that? How many babies were carried on the seventh trip to the seventh son? This is how I know you're crazy because that's your crazy tale. That's one of them. Yeah. Three women in Florida, well, I guess three Florida women, are behind bars after lounging oh natural at a rest stop and then leading Pasco County officers on a high-speed chase that ended when one of them tried to attack the officers with a bright pink baseball bat. At a, at a rest stop? Uh, no, they were naked at the rest stop, and then there was a high-speed That's what police I mean. chase. <laughs> and were... then they tried to beat the police officers with a hot pink baseball bat. I think it's the sunbathing nude at a rest stop. Is it usually somewhere I think of like, well, let's, let's go back to the beginning of that catch story. Catch some rays. Well, uh, it all started when someone reported seeing the three naked lounging women Wednesday morning in their birthday suits at a rest area off of Interstate 75. Uh, a Florida Highway Patrol officer responded to the call and said when she questioned the naked suspects, uh, one of them said that they had just showered and were, quote, air drying. <laughs> <laughs> that's not I'm going to guarantee or anybody that says they're air drying at a rest stop is not someone anyone wants to see nude. No. No. I'm air drying. <laughs> well, the three women then said that they had been staying at a relative's house but left after a argument. Having nowhere else to shower, they said they used soap and water to give themselves a horse bath on the grass outside of the rest stop. That's building. what they called it, a horse bath? No, but that's what it's called. Okay. No. That's what a horse bath is. Everybody knows that. I mean, um, the women did get dressed before more state trooper, troopers arrived, but then that's when they decided to jump into their white 2009 Nissan Sentra and, draw, and drive away before the questioning had finished. While troopers were able to track down their vehicle to a convenience store parking lot. Now, one trooper tried to arrest one of the women when she left the store, but her colleague appeared to purposely drive the car at the officer. That's not smart. No. At the same time, another woman got out of the car with a bright pink baseball bat and tried to hit an officer. According to the officer's account, the Nissan again drove away and was pursued by police. They eventually stopped the car, throwing down spike strips. Uh, officers, As officers busted out the windows of the car, these women are, like, committed yeah. They're friends till the end. The women interlocked their arms it's to keep from Thelma being... and Louise, like, air-drying thing they got going on. It's like a naked Florida yeah. version of Thelma and Louise and a baseball bat. Um, yeah, so the, the three women interlocked their arms to keep from being arrested, uh, so they wouldn't. <laughs> That's gonna work. They wouldn't let go of each other. So then they were shocked with tasers before taken into custody and sent to Pasco County Jail. John is asking uh, <laughs> what what team was on their starter jackets. Oh God, this seems this seems like a Dolphins one. Dolphins, yeah. I think it seems Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think, think it's Raiders, Raiders now. No. It's Raiders wouldn't somebody, yeah. wouldn't somebody knew. Well, the three women identified as Oasis, Janaya, and Cecilia now face charges of fleeing to elude police, three counts of resisting arrest, two counts of aggravated assault, and three counts of lewd behavior. Oh, keeping it flirty. 
I couldn't decide between making that story last or this story last. Okay. So this is the last story. All right. It made me laugh. This is out of Indiana. An Indiana man is upset and is I'm su- upset. And is suing his parents after they decided to destroy his incredibly valuable porn collection. <laughs> <laughs> so this man, who's being identified only as Charlie, now he claims that his porn stash... His porn stash had an estimated value of... Now you say it makes it sound like it's a mustache. I know. No, this is his, yeah. his stash of porn. Uh-huh. Still sounds like a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Times his porn collection had an estimated value of $28,940.72. To who? <laughs> who is... He has it down to 72 cents. To whom? Who does... Who is... Thinks that that's what it's valued? They, they want your gross, sticky old porn mags and somebody's going to give you $28,000.72 or he whatever. suing his parents after they I mean, got rid of his porn collection that was valued at 28900 Approximately $28,940.72. No one is going to pay you $28,000 for your gross, old porn Porn mags. Porn, yeah. All right. So, well, Charlie's <laughs> like, collection. And did he give them the valuation? Like, well, this one, that one's worth $13.47 well, to me. This catalog's only worth $2. You're really worked up about this. I just, I'm picturing this guy, like, valuing his porn that much. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's funny. Somebody who values their porn collection that. The funniest thing to me is the 72 cents. Yeah. Like, where did that come from? Yeah. Where did it come from? All right, so his porn collection included, but was not limited to... 1984 Swank. More than 400 VHS tapes, more than 1,600... <laughs> yes, because there were so much. That's VHS tapes. 1,600 DVDs, 160-plus CDs. What's a porn uh, CD? I, I don't know. I don't <laughs> like, know. Like a CD-ROM? Have, like an old CD-ROM or something? Huge boobs. Look at My boobs are so big. <laughs> and then that's like titillating. I'm going to cut out that piece of body. Oh, shush. <laughs> All right, 60 plus CDs and 70 plus sexual play toys, <laughs> according to to uh, reports. Uh, Charlie is now seeking, oh, he uh, he's seeking a total of $86,822.16, which he says includes the value of the missing items and the amount it would cost to replace them now at the current day's prices. Well, some of the films that Charlie's parents decided to get rid of were... So uh, they just went in there like, fuck, we're getting rid of this shit. So this happened... Right, so Charlie's so, parents. God, so the, Charlie's parents. Some of the films up. included uh, Frisky Business, <laughs> also one of his personal favorites, Big Bad Grannies. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not a real... This is a real story. <clears throat> no. Gra- what, what was it? Big Bad Grannies. Big Bad Grannies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's no way this is real. It's out of India. I I looked this several places. <laughs> Indiana man porn stash. <laughs> yeah. What was the value of big big bad <laughs> big bad grannies? <laughs> oh, that's great. Yes. All right. So yeah. Frisky Business and Big Bad Granny is just two of the amazing <laughs> movies from the collection. I'm not an ordinary granny. I'm a bad granny. Well, here's what happened. Uh, it says things came I'm to sorry, a head uh, after last week after Charlie filed, filed a lawsuit against his parents. According to court documents, he moved to his parents' home in Grand Haven, Michigan, 
in October of 2016 while going through a divorce. I wonder why that didn't work out. <laughs> she, was, she did not respect, I mean, that valuable. $28,940.72. These are like mint condition. Well, they're, no, they're not. No, they're not. But. Well, although Charlie did live with his parents for about 10 months, he was asked to leave in 2017. Well, a few months later, the parents traveled to Indiana to drop off their son's possessions. That was where he had since relocated. But they didn't include his massive porn collection. Ma'am, where's my <laughs> That's so weird. You're an adult male and you move your $30,000 porn collection to your parents' house? Like, that seems like exactly the thing you get a story Rather than, for. like, get, getting a place of your own, if he really thinks it was worth that much, I mean, which it wasn't, um, <laughs> sell your porn collection, dude. Or else, like, pay 80 bucks and put it in a storage unit, you know, for, until you don't have to live in your parents' house with your it's, giant porn it's just collection. Be, it's not worth $30,000. No. It's just not. All right, so his parents dropped off his possessions, but they didn't drop off his porn stash. Uh, Charlie then filed a police report about this uh, porn collection when it didn't show up, and he went to his parents' house and found that they had destroyed it. Uh, the prosecutor's office dis- declined to press So they drove all the way to bring him all of his stuff after letting him live for free. Yes. And he showed up, and he's pissed off and because they didn't transport his porn collection. Yes. Oh. Uh, so- Charlie's parents, they're the real... I feel bad for them in this. Well, a month after filing the police, it's like that guy who sued his parents because they were making him move out. It's like him yeah. and that guy should be yeah. like best buddies. Charlie yeah, they should. Guy. They would be best friends. Uh, so uh, about a month after filing the police report trying to sue his parents for his porn collection, Charlie sent an email to his dad explaining the situation. He said, Dad, if you had a problem with my belongings, you should have stated that at the time and I would have gone elsewhere. Instead, you chose to keep quiet and behave vindictively. Well, according to the lawsuit, the father said that he what thought it? that he was doing his son a favor. He said, believe it or not, one reason why I destroyed your huge porn collection was for your own mental and emotional health. That's, that's a good parenting. Yeah. I would have done the same if I had found a kilo of crack cocaine in your things. Someday I hope you will understand. Yeah. It's a lose-lose situation all around, Greg. No. Charlie's parents, though, man. I don't think they're all right. Yeah, I think that they're just fine. Well, then again, they did raise Charlie. No, like you don't have a lot of choice in that matter, though, all the time. No, you really don't. Oh, my there you have it, my friends. There's your world of crazy. Wow. Yes. And now I know there's something called Big Bad Grannies. And okay. now you know the rest. Uh, i got to do a real quick ball talk, oh. and then uh, and then yeah, to... I just saw what time it is. Need to continue on. Um, real quick note for everybody who listens live. Tomorrow's live show will go live at... We'll live at 2 p.m. tomorrow. 2 Why p.m. Is that again? tomorrow. I have a thing. 2 p.m. tomorrow. We'll be live instead of our normal noon. That's just for this just for this Wednesday, April 24th. 2 p.m. Mark your calendars. All right. I'm Greg Nibble. Let's talk balls. balls. Here's what's going on. <laughs> the NBA playoffs continue today, and the Portland Trailblazers are in a pretty good spot. What are they, three and one? Oklahoma City Thunder, three and one in a best of seven series, which means if Portland wins tonight at home, the series is over. If Oklahoma City wins, they go back to Oklahoma City for another game. But if they win tonight, that means, so it's done then tonight? It's done. They move on to the next round if they win tonight. Ooh. Uh, lots. I expect there are going to be some. It's going to be chippy. It's going to be chippy, not on the part of the Blazers. Actually, the last game, they kept it under control pretty well. But Oklahoma City is going to be fighting for their lives. And Russell Westbrook was nowhere to be found in the second half of the last game. Uh, he's a former MVP, in case anybody doesn't know. Um, and he's a real asshole. He's just a real asshole. Um, and uh, 
he talked all kinds of shit on game three, and then game four in the second half, he scored one point. Not a lot you can, not a lot of shit you can talk about after that. All right. But uh, I expect it's going to be a real chippy game. I would not be surprised if there's cool. some. Uh, I'm looking forward some to watching it. Quite on. honestly, yeah. yeah, it'll be a good one. Um, I'll just leave it at that. That uh, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. That was a great ball talk, Greg. Thank you. Short and sweet. Yep, that was it. Real good stuff. All right. I do also want to say thank you to Next Adventure. Oh, yes. Next Adventure, fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, nextadventure.net. Next Adventure has been one of our longtime sponsors. They have their store on the corner of Stark and Grand. Time to stock up on summer items like camping gear. Oh, camping gear or dry bags for dry the river. Ba- dry bags are good. Dry bags are amazing. They usually have a very good deal on dry bags, actually. Yeah, they do. Um, and you can also order online, nextadventure.net. And also, they have the um, amazing oh, bargain wow. basement thing at their um, at their in life location, which is really cool. So they have all sorts of like shoes and bags and pants and um, like equipment. It's pretty. Ma- what are you looking? There's at? There's some really good deals. Well, it's a good thing we're talking about them, then, huh? Yeah, nextadventure.net. There's some amazing deals on there. Go check that out. You have crazy eyes right now. Um, also. I did want to say one of our sponsors for this weekend. So we really, uh, once again, want to encourage everybody, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com, click on that link, pick up your tickets to the Fun Employment Radio Experience this weekend. So that's the live event part of the day. After that in the afternoon, the bar will open up to everybody and it's opened up for bingo. Come down for that too. But don't miss the exclusive part of it. Yeah. And that's our live show that and we're going to put on really, for you. And this is the thing that's really important to us for our sponsors and for everything. Like, I mean, come for bingo, that's awesome. But if yeah. you can pick up a ticket... And come to the live show. I promise you'll have a lot of fun. Everybody yeah. always does. Yeah, we'll make it a, it'll be a fun. It's always extra ridiculous. And yeah. um, you get to see Big Greg, like Kermit Arm Flap in real time, trying to like get all the audio stuff fixed. Oh, and, yeah, you can see that happen. Yeah. Yeah, you'll see me panic a few times mm-hmm. before we go on air. And um, you'll also maybe be seeing us take some shots of whiskey. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the sponsor of this one. Uh, one of our sponsors will be Barrel Hitch Whiskey, a new company that's coming Which on board is with so us. so good. Uh, Barrel Hitch Whiskey. And uh, our main from Barrel Hitch may be, uh, may be guesting on the show for a minute. Um, Barrel Hitch, is uh, we're really excited to have them come on board. It's from Eastside Distilling. Yes. So it's a, a Portland, Oregon distillery. It's actually a neighborhood distillery. Yeah. Yeah, and so we're very happy to have them come on board. And uh, let's make sure they know that they make the right Yeah, choice. I mean, you help us by being there. Thank you so, so much. So get your wonderful butts down there. Yes. That's a weird way to phrase it when you said that. Like, I think everybody has yeah. wonderful butts. It's so many clips from this episode. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Don't forget that Portland at the Movies has a brand new episode up. Yes. That you can listen to. Awesome. <laughs>